Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Greg with the Young Black and Bother podcast. Thank you for listening for another week. Um, this is episode 314 of the Young Black and Bother podcast. So I appreciate you guys all listening. It's just going to be me this week. I'm just going to be, you know, spitballing here. It's my first time in a long time doing a solo episode. So, you know, please forgive me on how this shit sounds. I'm just spitballing. I do have a docket. So hopefully, you know, you enjoy it. And if you do, let me know. Go ahead, leave some comments. Go ahead, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Let us know on Twitter at Young Black. Um, Young Black Pod on Instagram or why be bothered on Twitter? Let us know. Um, I'll start by saying how my weekend was. So my weekend was pretty pretty short. Uh, my wife she's been out of town with the baby for the past couple of weeks, so I had to actually kind of like fly solo as me and Sparky the dog. So pretty much stayed in the house, did much of nothing. I had ordered a bike two weeks ago, and unfortunately, it still hasn't arrived. I'm not sure what is going on with FedEx or UPS, but they just have a situation where I don't know if it's what happened in Egypt with the boat and, you know, the deliveries that are being delayed. But I ordered my shit and it's been sitting in Memphis since the 13th of this month. And I've been trying to figure out, okay, like how hard is it to get shit from Memphis to D.C.? And it's starting to disappoint me to the point where I want to cancel the order, but then it's going to be that much of a hassle because I want it for the summer. I told myself this year I was going to get more healthy. I was going to actually go and exercise, but coming from a torn ACL and my Achilles kills me when I run. I was like, let me go get a bike. It's low maintenance on my legs, on my knee. So let me just go ahead, get the bike and I can bike into work. If I have to commute, I can go and, you know, get five, 10, maybe 15 miles, just riding the bike. I'm, I'm with that shit. The issue is I need the bike first. So hopefully by the next episode that we have, I would have had the bike, I would have had it put together and I will be riding that shit because 2021 is the year that I want to not only get healthy, but honestly, like have a hobby that I enjoy. I want to be able to go out, bike, see things that are in my city that I never wanted to see before. I want to ride on the trails like white people do. Why the fuck can I? Like, I want to be able to go out, you know, put my little helmet on, you know, had a little bell. I think people still use bells and shit on bikes, but either way, I'm going to be out there. I already got my bib. I got my jersey. I am ready to fucking go when it comes to this biking shit. I've spent in the past two weeks, maybe like three or 400 bucks on bike shit. Um, I bought a GPS computer, uh, which is basically a GPS for your bike. And I'm hoping that when that arrives, which is also delayed, I hope when it arrives, it'll look on my bike as fire as it looks on all the white people on YouTube's, like on their pages. When they post that shit, they're like, oh, I got a GPS from Garmin and it'll get me from A to B in 50 minutes. And it has turn by turn navigation. I was like, wait, it's like a fucking car, but it's on a bike. I I need that. Hand me that. Let me see the details. So I went and got that. I went and got a GoPro Hero 9. Um, Anybody who knows me knows that I'm not a big fan of photography. I don't do photography. I'm not really into taking pictures unless it's the baby or the wife. And when I saw this GoPro Hero 9, the only thing that interested me in it was the fact that it had a front facing camera, which means that now I can take family photos and know what I'm looking at. Um, Someone would say, why don't you get like a DSLR? What is it? DSLR or get you like a Nikon or something like that. I don't want that. I'm not somebody who's going to spend $1,200 on a camera and knowing I have a $1,200 iPhone in my pocket. The issue with an iPhone, however, is holding it. With a GoPro, I can prop it up anywhere. I can sit it on a table. I can sit it in like one of those Joby like grip pods, which is pretty much a tripod you put your shit on. And you can take a photo from across the room. That's what I'm using the GoPro for. On top of that, I can use it as a webcam because for some reason, 
the MacBook, for it to cost $2,100 plus, the webcam has not changed since like 2004. It's the worst webcam I've ever fucking used. So I'm hoping that when I do get this GoPro, it's going to work for all facets of my life. Working, um, working out when it comes to being on the bike, and more importantly, taking photos of me and the family. So I'm hoping that that is the case. Excuse me. So let, let's get into like some news. When it comes to the news, the first thing that came up for me was this whole Spotify deal. Now, if you've heard anything that Shannon and I have talked about on Loudmouth Stereo, you know for a fact that I'm not really the biggest fan of Spotify. The reason why I feel like they're like the Facebook of audio where they just take an idea and run with that shit. And if it fails, like you'll never hear about it. And over the course of the past five or six years, Spotify's app has gotten so bloated to the fact that like it, it looks better than Apple Music, but it's still like ugly to actually use. Me personally, I'm a fan of Tidal. It tells me all the new music by clicking new music. I can see that shit clear as day. Hip hop, if I want to see that. If I want to see R&B, I can see that. And it tells me new albums, new tracks. With Spotify, it's like a fucking, like, where's Waldo of where's the new shit? I, I want to see new music. I don't want to see the stuff I've been listening to. Why can I not organize my playlist? Why can I not, like, you know, choose volumes and, you know, equalizers directly from the menu that I'm looking at for that song? Spotify has to get themselves together, but they announced today that they are having a clubhouse competitor for live audio. Now, according to the article, it says that creators and fans have been asking for live formats on Spotify, and we're excited that soon we'll be able to make available this for hundreds of our millions of listeners and millions of creators on our platform. My issue is this. Clubhouse is clubhouse for a reason. It's a good app. It's a fun app. And more importantly, like it, it's it's a it's a niche product that it, it's it's good where it is. Twitter spaces is good as well. I personally like Twitter spaces because I can go and tweet and then I can talk at the same time. But not everybody's into that type of thing. Clubhouse, when I want to speak to people, I can speak. When I don't want to speak, I can just stay, you know, in the audience. I can listen to people talk for a couple hours. It's like podcasting. My issue with Spotify is everything that they acquire or everything that they plan on doing they eventually fuck up. And I'm not talking about Joe Button. He fucked that up on his own. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But basically, Spotify announced that they were buying Betty Labs, which is the creators of Locker Room. And as a result, this is what's happening with this Clubhouse competitor. Now, will it be good? Probably. The issue is Spotify has a history of acquiring something and doing absolutely nothing with it. Letting the app be what the app is or the acquisition be the acquisition and they don't do anything with it after the fact. Look at Anchor. Anchor has been stagnant for the past two years. And even though they've added like minute features that don't matter, Spotify for them to be a multi-billion dollar company, they have done nothing to further ad revenue for podcasters on Anchor. That's why we've moved. Me personally, I've moved to Red Circle. Shan moved to Red Circle as well, but I think she still records in Anchor. And it just hurts to know that that's what they do. That's what Spotify does. They do the same thing Facebook does. They buy you out and they do nothing with your shit. And me personally, that's one of the main reasons I don't really fuck with them. So there's that. Um, Usually we do a first 48, but I'm not really in a first 48 mood. I want to just, you know, get this episode out and just be done. Um, But there was an article that I read and I heard, I want to say it was, it wasn't on um, the Blackout Who Tits, but it was on another podcast. And they talked about a teacher who ranted on Zoom 
while being recorded by the parent of this kid. So according to the article, it says that the mother of a black 12 year old boy is seeking damages against a South California, a Southern California school district after her son's teacher went on a half hour tirade laced with racism and profanity. Says Katura Stokes filed a damage claim, uh, typically a precursor to a lawsuit on Thursday on behalf of her son against the Palmdale School District over uh, comments that were made by a science instructor after a Zoom session in January. Um, Pretty much this teacher already is a piece of shit because people don't know, one, when their mic's alive, and two, why didn't you say that shit like then? So according to the complaint, the teacher by the name of Kimberly Newman and her son had a Zoom session on January 20th in order to work out problems that, you know, were happening while using the platform. And the teacher finally said that the boy was caught up with his assignments. But then the teacher, completely unaware that she hadn't exited the Zoom session, went on a rant. So much so she went on this 30 minute rant to the point where the t- uh, the kid's parent, the parent went, called the principal and recorded the entire thing. So she answered her phone for the first time the entire year, the teacher says of Stokes, according to the video obtained by the register. This is what she's talking about when it comes to the kids. She says that, I mean, these parents, what kind of pieces of shit are they? Newman asks. And then she asks, he's black. He's black. They're a black family. Your son has learned to lie to everybody and to make excuses to be a child. Since you've taught him to make excuses, that's nothing that nothing is his fault. This is what black people do. Um. That right there kind of fucked me up because of the fact that you just blamed you being a horrible teacher on the kid and his parent. Now, I get it. Not all parents are good um, and not all students are good. Um, I think a lot of people know during COVID if your kid is bad as shit because you have to live with them seven days a week, pretty much 24 hours a day. There is no six, seven, eight hour window where you can just go and just pawn them off on everybody. But for a lot of teachers, I understand they're stressed. And I understand that there's a lot of stuff that they deal with on a day to day and they might have 10, 15, 20 kids they have to deal with. That's a lot of personalities. But when you're a piece of shit teacher and you want to say those things, you want to get that shit off. Yes, you're entitled to in your own space, in your own home. Just make sure that the fucking mic is not on. Is that is that that fucking hard? I I don't think so. Um, Moving right along, though, Um, when it comes to covid, they are saying that there are five hundred and seventy four K more deaths than normal since COVID-19 struck. Now, the reason for this is because people are fucking dumb. Now, the reason why I'm saying people are dumb is because they don't understand that COVID shit is actually still happening. It's still here. That shit did not just magically disappear yesterday. It's not going anywhere for no time soon. They're talking about there's going to be a fourth wave. I was looking like, where's the fourth? Where's the third one? Like, this shit just keeps hitting back to back to back to back. And the reason why is because people refuse to do the bare minimum, which is wear a mask. We've talked for at least 120 episodes. Yes, everybody. We've had 120 episodes in a year for the most part. And we've been asking people and saying, yo, wear a mask. It's not that hard. If you wear a mask, that means that, you know, all the herd immunity that people want, all the things that they want to do for the summer, go to the pool, go to the beach, be with their family and friends, go to weddings and parties and cookouts and shit like that. All you have to do is like, we're already at the tail end of that shit and you can't see the forest for the trees. You were just like, you know what? I have to do this shit right now. We have friends who have caught COVID recently doing dumb shit. You don't have to go out just because it's okay to go out. I had a friend who was like, you know, all over social media, you know what? I'm going to go and, you know, I'm going to brunch. I'm going to party. I was like, what the fuck for shit that you normally wouldn't do now? All of a sudden you have to do it because you feel 
like it's necessary to do. It's not. It's not necessary for you to go to brunch and you ain't never been to brunch before. It's not necessary for you to go to fucking Tulum. You know how much I hate fucking people going to Tulum and Mexico and shit like that. Part of that is because I'm hating that I ain't gone. But I get it. Wife and kid, we ain't doing that shit because we're trying to be safe. But some people are going just to go. And if you want to, be my guest, but do that shit safely. So when I hear that people have gone and caught COVID because they decided to go out and party with people and hang out and just do shit with, without mask, I'm like, you reap what you sow. You reap what you fucking sow. And, you know, speaking of COVID, we have so many fucking articles that I'm just going to read the headlines because these shits are just absolutely stupid. So it says that the coronavirus is like uh, is likely to spread from people. I'm sorry, two people from an animal. That's a new fucking one for me. I did not even know. I thought they said fucking seven, eight months ago that, you know, animals don't pass this shit. I could have sworn that that was the case. It, it keeps looking like to me personally that we're moving the goalposts, you know. Last week we talked about, you know, Shannon and I, we were saying that schools are talking about, you know, you don't need six feet of distance. You only need three feet. I was like, okay, so everything the CDC is telling us that shit don't matter anymore. Pretty much whatever y'all want to say in order to get people to go back to a new normal, that's what y'all going to want to do. That's what you want us to do. So AMC theaters, they're opening up and shit. It's like, yo, nobody's going to movie theaters anymore. I don't know where this idea that we have to go and see blockbuster films and sit in a community. Yes. I would love to see Black Panther 2 with, you know, my people. I would love to fucking see that. You know what I can't do? Do that shit right now. The reason why is I know and I vividly remember going to see Black Panther. I remember going to see, you know, Infinity War in Endgame. I used to see movies. All Shit, the last movie I saw was Bad Boys 3. Was it Bad Boys for Life? And that was a packed house. There's no way you are getting me to go into a closed movie theater with a whole bunch of fucking strangers right now eating popcorn and cackling and laughing. And that's just, just everything just spraying around that fucking room. You like, if you had a black light for fucking COVID and you went into a movie theater during like a comedy or even a fucking action film, it's not going to go good. So I'm personally going to stay the fuck away. If y'all want to do it, feel free, be my guest. I'm just not a part of it. Um, more in COVID, apparently cases in Florida are rising, but I mean, water's wet and Florida is, whatever the fuck it is. It just does a whole bunch of stupid shit. Um, there's also apparently a double mutant COVID variant found in India. Um, that was a new one for me. Um, but then again, they've warned us that, you know what? The shit can mutate. Um, if it does, I just know for a fact that the vaccine that I'm getting, that shit better protect me until they can figure out something better. Because everything that was promised to me when it came to this vaccine I'm hoping that it actually follows through. Now, I understand things do evolve and we might have to change up. I'm for that. But mutant COVID, that shit don't sound right. That sounds like some Professor X, X-Men type of shit. And I want no parts. Um, New York apparently says that people aged 30 and over can get the COVID vaccine starting this Tuesday. I'm happy if that's the case. I personally am, <laughs> whatever y'all want to do to get people vaccinated, do that shit. Um, Moving right along, though. Living in D.C., living in D.C., I've seen a lot of shit. But this past calendar year, um, I, I wasn't too familiar with girl gangs. Now, when I was a teenager, we used to go to the Go-Go's and we used to go to parties and things like that. And there used to be 
like girl groups. It was a group of girls, five, 10, 20 girls. And they would hang out, you know, with each other, protect each other, have fun with each other and things like that. This is when people actually used to go out outside um, before we just did all of our social interactions on social media. And I, I read an article and I saw a clip that it disturbed the shit out of me. So there were two young girls who apparently were hijacking cars and they hijacked a car in DC and in the clip, they speed off with this, they sped off with the car and then the car flips over and they both hop out of the passenger side window. And one girl's like, well, we can't leave yet. My, my phone's in there. My phone's in there. And I was like, yo, like y'all carjacking cars. Like I, I'm just not understanding it. And this was what, maybe four or five days ago, only to find out at the time of recording that, you know, days after they, you know, had the fatal DC carjacking. And there were two more teens arrested for doing the same thing. Now, I don't know if these teenagers are like raised properly and that's not for me to judge. What I do know is this. Um, y'all look, these are women. These are young women carjacking, stealing cars and shit like that. Like you don't know what can happen if somebody is a police officer that's undercover or somebody who actually got the strap with them and you going and trying to steal their car and they pop off on your ass. This could be men, you know, a male or a female that this happens to. All I'm going to say is just y'all need to be safe because people are out here shooting and killing at will. And they aren't going and preying on people of their color, which, you know, I have no say so in that. They are going and going into downtown DC and they're going into areas that are like heavily like gentrified with a whole bunch of white folks and they're stealing their shit. And you know white people, like they will go and get you fucked up for doing some shit to them if they can't do it to you. So all I'm gonna say to you know my locals in DC, especially these young girls, guys as well, like y'all gotta fucking chill. Because if DC becomes one of these spots where, you know, white folks are starting to feel triggered or feel like, you know, we're a threat, and I'm sure they already feel this way, but if they start feeling this way about the youth, like it ain't me that they're looking at. They're looking at y'all. And you don't want them going and popping off because they felt threatened because you walked past their car. That shit's not going to be cool. So I'm really hoping that y'all fix that shit and get it together because that's not right. And I, I just really hope for the best. Um, moving right along. Um, Sharon Osborne. Uh, we talked about her on the show a couple weeks ago as well. She's apparently out at the talk. I thought that she was out when she did the fucking interview, but they went on hiatus for two weeks only for her to walk away. That is some peak white privilege for your ass. I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. How the fuck did she... she she got the show to go on break. Let me get this right. She goes on the show, has them go on break. After they go on break, she quits. Only white shit. That that is some absolute white shit for your ass. And if if that's if that's what we're doing in 2021, you know what? Like Sharon Osbourne, she is the poster child for nobody gets canceled. She said that she has decided to leave. After all the controversy of her being a sexist, a racist, a ist, like, I don't even know if that's a fucking term, but she's an ist. Everything that you can, like, mark off as a, a schism, she, she, that. She she checks all the fucking boxes. So there's that. Um, moving along, when it comes to cord cutting, um, anybody who knows me knows I'm, like, one of the biggest tech geeks in the world. I, I review tech products. Shout out to Gear Diary. Um, I do have a lot of tech products that I've used past, present, and possibly future. I review a lot of products. Um, one thing that I've gotten into over the course of the past two or three years is attempting to cord cut. 
My issue with cord cutting, though, is it's starting to cost too much. Um, once upon a time when I had, well, we still do have, but when we signed up for Verizon Files, it was $89 and you had your phone, cable, and internet for $89.90. Bucks. With tax, it was probably like $104. Cool. My bill with Verizon ended up being, the last time I checked, around 240 something bucks. And I was like, yo, I, I need to start cord cutting. And I, I was so excited to cord cut because we had all these services that were giving us all this content. And at the time, it was pretty much Netflix, Hulu, and DirecTV now. And obviously, you had like Sling, but I wasn't really a fan of that. Um, now, we have all the channels that you could actually get on cable all saying, you know what? If they want content, why don't we just all make our own like app and charge people $7.99 to $14.99 for this product? My issue with it is this. Um, they are saying that the price hikes for like services like Netflix and Disney are bringing the average cost for like cord cutting to $92. Now, I don't know about you guys, but Netflix itself, when it started, it was around $7.99, $9.99. Now it's up to $19.07. Disney just released last year and their price is going up at the end of this month, I believe, to $7.99 to $9.99, I believe. Well, that's two bucks. Either way, at the rate that all of these cord cutting packages are going up, people are going to start stealing cable again. Like I can see people going and stealing fucking cable. Um, if I think it's probably why Verizon and these like these actual cable companies don't have apps that can be streamed. Like FiOS, they do have a FiOS app where if you you know sign into it for the first time, you can actually stream your DVR content and your live content and stuff like that. The issue is you can't go on your iPad and stream that shit to your Apple TV. It's not possible. Now, if somebody can figure it out, you let me know so I can save me a couple bucks. So hopefully, you know, people get tired of paying these streaming services and figure out an alternative. Yes, somebody will say the fire stick, but that's not reliable. And a lot of shows, say, for example, The Blacklist or Queen of the South, shows that I watch on the regular. I'm not trying to wait two, three days to watch those shows. Now, some shows I watch live. Some shows I would like to see the day after because I'm watching a lot of shows that night, preferably on Sunday, like The Walking Dead or something like that. I'm not waiting three days. But if I want to see that show when I want to see that show, either I pay cable or I pay streaming services. A lot of these streaming services they still have ads. So I'm like, I'm paying you for the ads within these fucking ads. And I'm already not a fan of that shit. So I'm soon going to be stealing fucking like internet, not internet, but um cable soon. Not going to tell you when, not going to tell you how, but it, it's coming because this shit is starting to get a little bit ridiculous and I can't fuck with it. Um, if I had a soundboard right now, I would play a sound, but whatever. Um, this Joe Button podcast beef. As a podcaster myself, um, I've personally had um, situations happen with my own podcast, with Young Black and Bother. Um, I guess this is kind of like breaking the fourth wall, where there was issues within the podcast, um, co-hosts alike and myself. Um, as somebody who has a passion for like podcasting, both listening and experiencing, I, I have an issue with people don't have the same passion for podcasting but they want to be a part of the wave and i've seen this stuff and i've been a part of it so when i saw that joe button and rory and maul they they all had this issue with you know rory and rory and maul they both decided to take a break from the show according to the internet and apparently joe button told rory to take a break um 
I'm of the mindset of if you and your friends start a podcast, you in that podcast together as well. Um, me, I I can't even say I practice what I preach because clearly I'm doing a show tonight by myself. But we we have gotten 300 episodes in and we've seen every single fucking curveball. Um, the issue though is the Joe Button situation. Joe Button, he everything he kind of touches either it succeeds for a while and then he he runs from it or it succeeds for a while and he lets it go to shit. Um, I don't know the inner workings too much when it comes to his deals with Spotify and Cash App and Patreon and stuff like that. But what I do know is if the shit continues to happen, then there has to be something to be said. And every time I see his name mentioned with like, you know, a business, it's usually something that's sour. Now, the, the slaughterhouse situation, the record label stuff, the Def Jam stuff, um, even the way he treated Marissa years ago when the podcast was called, I'll name this podcast later. I always wonder, like, yo, like, is this him? Is this how he operates as a podcaster? And anybody who does podcasts and has ever had to rely on, like, co-hosts to do a show, you know for a fact how hard and difficult it is to try to do a show alone. Um, I listen to, you know, a couple of podcasts who do shows alone, like Baylor. He does a show by himself. So I commend him for being able to do this shit every week. Me right now, I'm 20 minutes in. I'm trying to figure out like, oh, like how long is a show supposed to go solo? Who wants to hear your voice that long? Um, Joe Button has never actually been in that situation because he's fucking Joe Button. But when you start fucking over your friends to the point where they have to take a break from you, and your show, and you're kind of like, yo, what what is going on right now? Like, what happens? Um, you you have to start questioning, like, what do you do to actually further the brand, and what do you do to, you know, make sure that you don't do this shit again? And you know, for the most part, I want to say I'm kind of dealing with the same situation. I'm dealing with trying to figure out like how to manage a podcast because me, I've always wanted to be the behind the scenes guy, and I always wanted to be somebody who was like, I'll help you out with the podcast, you just create the content. I don't mind doing it, but it's better off for you. So I've always wanted to bring my friends along. I've wanted to make sure that everybody can get their due because if the show like blows up, I want everybody to be a part of it. Um, but Joe, Joe let the show go on and he had replacement like co-host and guests and stuff like that. And he's still talking about the situation from the past. And it's like, yo, you, you can't do that. If these are your folks, these are your fam, your friends and stuff like that, like you, you don't disrespect them by going and li- like on live talking about y'all shit. Even though he's not talking about it, he's alluding to it. And I felt like it was kind of wrong. So I'm hoping that they patch that shit up because when it comes to that show, that podcast, like he's the reason why a lot of us black podcasters, like we want our shit to strive when it comes to monetization. Um, Me personally, there are other black podcasts that are successful and they don't have to make a fortune. Rod and Karen have been like, honestly, like the holy grail for me for years, forever. There's nothing I would not do to go and sit and listen in on an episode live. I try it every time I have an opportunity. Um, I listen every week. I even found a way to, as a podcast subscriber, well, I'm sorry, as a subscriber to Spotify Premium, I hate listening to podcasts on their app. I figured out a way to get the RSS link for the black guy who tips and other podcasts so I can listen to it on my preferred app as a paid subscriber to Spotify. So that's how much I'm dedicated to certain black podcasters. My issue is Joe. Joe, I need you to be the example for your own network. Um, 
when I see like see the thing is when they had three co-hosts and then one without saying that she don't really fuck with Joe, she pretty much said, I don't fuck with Joe. Um, and now, you know, more things are coming out and surfacing and things like that. And then of course this Joy, uh, this Rory and Maul thing, it's like, yo, there's even more. It's like, we have to figure out like, are we going to continue to listen to the show if they aren't there? And I'm at that, like that cross, you know, at that uh, crossroad where I'm trying to figure out, yo, if they don't come back, um, will I accept Joe Button's new co-host? Will I accept listening to Joe by himself? Will I accept uh, that he was at fault and he just won't apologize? That, that's what I don't want to come to terms. And I'm really not happy with that idea. So I'm hoping that, you know, that things fix themselves because it kind of hurts when you as a podcast listener, you have your favorite show that they stop coming out with shows. Like uh, Black Astronauts, like I love them. Like I'd be looking for shows. They don't come out straight out of low cash. Like I've been waiting for the OG guys. I'm, I'm waiting for my guys to come back when forget that. Yo, they miss a week. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like what, what the fuck is going on? Where, where's my goddamn episode? Don't play with me like this. Like Stone, he know. Like when Paco, when I don't see, you know, a Paco show or when Baylor show come out a little bit too late. I'm like, yo, th- this shit's not cool. I ain't, I never had this problem where she gets it because she gets it. I, you know, Shan knows like, you know, she's going to put out 183 episodes a week and I'm going to listen to, I'll probably listen to like 70, 80 of them because not, not everything I can listen to. Like I listen to too many podcasts, but when it comes to like my, my favorite shows, like the ones that when the episode comes out not like kind of like move them ahead of the ones that I should have been listening to that came out on Monday, but you know this came out on Thursday. I'm going to fuck with that one before. It, it happens. It happens to me. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Joe Button, he gets it right. Um, without saying too much though, um, the last thing I wanted to touch on was pretty much this, this cruise ship, that, not the cruise ship, the Suarez uh, crisis. So apparently there was a ship that got stuck in a canal and it's been impacting global trade for the past like three or four days, so to speak. It got stuck, and I don't know the inner workings of it, but I've been attributing all of my packages being missing because of this shit. Um, I've had FedEx packages that were supposed to be delivered a week ago be delayed because of this fucking boat. Um, I don't know if the driver was high, if they were drunk, if they, you know, they thought they could fly. I don't know what the fuck it would have been, could have been, should have been. My shit ain't here yet. Um, FedEx pretty much told me that there was, you know, a package that was supposed to be delivered last week. That shit's still saying this week now. It's like, how? Um, one of my packages told me it was a promise to be delivered by 8.30, and that shit's still not here yet. Um, I don't know if I got to contact FedEx. I don't know if I have to cancel the order, because um, one of the orders is my bike. Now, I said this in pre-roll with you know a couple friends that I want to personally have my bike for the summer. But if my bike is not going to come out for the summer, that means that I'm going to be delayed and actually getting healthy doing that. I have a bad knee. I had a torn ACL a couple years ago and I'm trying to be healthy without actually re-injuring anything. So it's kind of like low maintenance on my body to ride a bike. I try to do the running shit. I call myself being cute and running uphill. That shit is not fun when you retweak your knee and you can't run for two days. Um, I don't mind walking. My issue with walking is that shit's fun every other day. But when you have to consistently walk and you do the same thing, the same roundabout path, you know, even if you try to divert and change things up a little bit, doing that shit in repetition, it's it's not fun. Um, I have Apple Fitness Plus. I fucking love that shit. I do the dance segments because me, I, I always like to dance. I don't mind dancing. I'm a guy who if there's a party going on, I'm probably the one that's partying up. Um, so the dance segments I love. I love hit. 
but I still live in an apartment right now. I don't want to be in my apartment disturbing the shit out of my neighbors because I'm like jigging and shit or, you know, I'm doing hit jumping jacks and stuff. Some things are just not meant for your living room. Like some things are meant for the fucking gym. I don't think jumping jacks should happen in the same place where I drink my, you know, bourbon and whiskey and shit. I just personally feel this way. So I'm hoping that, you know, my bike shows up within the next couple of days so I can go out and see things. I want to, you know, instead of having a hot boy summer and shit like that, I want to go and get fit. I'm trying to have the Usher V thing like the 8701 album. You hear me? Like that, that's what I need. I need that shit in my life. Um, But since we do not have the co-host this week for Dope and Nope, what I wanted to do is I wanted to give you guys a couple songs that I personally wanted to play for Dope and Nope this week. I'll play maybe like 30, 45 seconds of them, and then we can get out of here. So the first song is going to be Get to You by Trevor Jackson. Ain't too much IG story going crazy That's all it was And my feelings every time I'm faded I've been copping in the finest places uh-huh. Capture a moment with some pretty faces Hope you see it and get irritated Cause I only do this shit to get to you Ooh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh-oh
It is called Good and Plenty by Lucky Day, Mace Go, and Alex Isley. So here we are. Like a Georgia peach tree, picking sweet twig behind the seas, running down your knees. Water flooding me, feeling feeling up to my teeth. I looked over to the left. I think we should let it rain tonight. No, I love it when we slip inside. Don't stop, love it, got enough supply. Sleep, wake up, and repeat. That was Lucky Day and Mace Go and Alex Osley. Again, the song was called Good and Plenty. Very good song. We're like me, I think that's a high or if I had to give it uh like a dope and up, it's a high or for me. Um, I can't keep giving every song that I can vibe to a like dope, or else my playlist is gonna be like, you know, three rap songs and then just a whole bunch of vibes. And I'm not passing the ox to anybody who I'm riding with you. And it's like, you know what? It's just me and you. We, we're going to the bar. We're going to go hang out. We're going to chill and shit like this. This is after, you know, COVID's long gone. And you got these two rap joints that are banging. And then all of a sudden, it's like 40 minutes of just R&B. We can't kick it like that. Not at all. Like, if Q gets in the fucking whip and all of a sudden he starts playing like, you know, like Usher and Chris Brown and shit like that. Like, nah, we ain't doing that one. Not at all, my friend. Absolutely fucking not. So the next song is called game five jimmy by a rapper by the name of booms and it's spelled b-o-o-m-z and the song again is called game five jimmy was calling me so I answered hello I booms come in peace you don't need your hammer let's go I to become a beast I skip the slander they know I raise alerts no text message or ambers burn a building down I kept the fire through the amber I ain't even gotta see it third eye like a scanner what kind of nigga playing these trees like a panther set what kind of nigga playing these trees like a panther these bars in the rappers you ain't even on the banner and old boy in a rat then I confuse him for a hamster Touch a hundred wasn't in the goal, that was a standard. Money on your peanut, this means I've been a planner. I hate a few niggas like I would hate cops and cancer. And I dig you like prancer with antlers. Quit talking that dumb shit. You niggas don't want shit, been banging 20 years plus. Still don't run shit. Alright, so that was Game 5 Jimmy by Booms. Now, let me just say this. Um, I'm probably sure whoever like you know edited his song in the studio in the booth and everything like that the way you heard it was the way it sounds um it sounded pretty low to me so i felt like they didn't like master it the way that they were supposed to so i'm really disappointed in it just for that fact um the bars were all right the bars were cool like i'm, I'm not too thrilled to say i would listen to another song from booms but um 
if it came on in the car and it actually thumped, I'd probably let it ride. Maybe, you know, every once in a while, but it's not something I'm going and seeking. So that one, I don't want to give it a nope, but it, it's a nope at the end of the day. Um, the next song, um, Moneybag Yo and Futures, Hard for the Next. I just bought a chicken paddock. I ain't know, but I just had to show her status. I just bought a bitch a paddock. Bought a bitch a paddock. I ain't love her, I just stepped up her status. Got her cooking in the crib, but I know panties. I just jumped off the leer like a savage. Had to turn another one up, no, no, careless. I can have love for these hoes who crabbing. St. Laurent, my attire made it a habit. I got more than one, I done made it a habit And I wanna know you, you gon' be there when I need you You fucking with a gangster this time Less than 50 in her burgundy and she ain't one of mine nope. Added brightness to your glow, they see the difference in your shine Codependent, long as you got me, you never in the bind they Go ape shit about you prime, mate A drinker, not a smoker, but for me, you hit that pound cake They say I started someone, I had gave you the lamb And other shit they can't see, cause everything ain't for the gram I put it down, don't know who need to hear this Another nigga could never Spoiling her too easy Easy, make it harder for the next one. I'd rather put her on game than run it on. If you can put up with me, you a fucking soldier. So that was hard for the next by Moneybag Yo and Future. Um, I'm personally just gonna go ahead and give that one a, a or. Uh, mainly because Moneybag Yo, uh, I'm, I'm gonna just move on because I'm a fan of Moneybag Yo. I just personally, I feel like we need you for that song. That was okay with just having Future on it. And Future was floating. And then Moneybag's like, all right, I'm not going to ride the beat intentionally. Like, it almost felt like he saw the beat there, like Nas and shit. It's like, yo, this beat is fire. Just rap on it. And you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I don't even want to be Lyrical Miracle. I want to be just, I'm, I'm going to read off this notepad right here. So the beat be going one way. And he's like, yo, but the the, the, the flowers on the ground and, and the bitches in the sky. Like, you know, I'm just trying to get high. You're like, what, what the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's how Moneybag, yo, and sh- that's how his shit be sounding sometimes. So that, mm, it's it's an or. The next song, Money Dance by Zende. And it's spelled Z-E-N-D-E. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to make a couple bill fucking making bands. All right. Nope. Mm-mm. Nobody. That shit. Um, first and foremost, there's only one song called The Money Dance that has ever been good. One. And it's by the boss himself, Rick Ross. So we, we're just going to call that what it is. That shit trash. What the? F- Yo. Okay. We, we need to we need to actually speak on fucking rappers who decide that I, I'm going to rap. And that's the beat. But fuck that. Like, no, I I need you to have some cohesive fucking bars when it comes to your shit. Speaking of cohesive bars, while while I'm on the topic, um, shout out to Stone, shout out to Baylor and shout out to Paco. We all watch battle rap. Um, Double Impact happened last Saturday. And if you're not familiar with battle rap, you need to download the caffeine app. You need to go ahead and follow the ultimate rap league. Shout out to Smack. Um, Murder Mook has always been in like my top 10. He's not my top five. He's definitely in my top 10. The reason why is because he, he acts real erratic when shit don't go his way. And he showed his ass on Saturday. And it, it wasn't a good way. Like he, he made the culture look bad. And 
a lot of people were shooting him bail because he apologized on 15 Minutes of Fame. I, I can't do that shit. I feel like he, he disappointed the culture by doing that. And I, I'm, I'm not a fan of anybody who decides that they want to go and intentionally ruin a battle because they're losing. That, that shit was just absolutely uncool for me. So I'm not going to speak too much on that one. I'm going to get to this next song. This next song is called Body and Soul by Emotional Oranges and Big Pig. Body and Soul by Emotional Oranges and Big Pig and Boy. Um, yeah. Oh my. That, that, that was beautiful. I, I love that song. That's definitely a dope for me. I'm gonna give y'all two more. Um, the first one is Bleeding Snow by Joden, and it's spelled J-O-D-N. Shine into the night, we see the sun. 
So that song was Bleeding Snow by an artist by the name of Joden. Um, shout out to him. Um, I personally wasn't a fan, but whatever. Um, and the last song for Dope and Note this week is called Over You by an artist by the name of Last Night. And it's spelled L-S-T-N-I-T-E. Because um, clearly we're running out of names to name people. <laughs> Good grief. All right, here we are. very fucking emotional jesus christ um wow um shout out to the listener who actually sent that in that was over you by last night um wow um i i don't really have anything for that song um it actually sounded like adam levine a little bit um if i had to review it um if i have to give it a ranking um it's it's still a no uh it, it wasn't good um it it felt kind of tryhardy, and it sounded like some shit that you would hear in like a Bradley Cooper movie, like like when he like loses the love interest and shit like that. That's what it felt like to me. Um, I, I'm partial to like if I want to hear like my sappy like you know I, I I love you but I hate you at the same time type of shit. It's probably Rod Wave. Um, so since Rod Wave actually came out with some new music this week. He came out with Soulfly, and I'm personally a fan of this album. I'm going to play Richard from Rod Wave. Here we are. Yeah. We went triple 
That is one singing ass nigga. Good grief, man. I'm so just... Yeah, listen. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Yo, so the, the Soulfly album, like, for it to be 19 songs, most of them like two minutes long and shit like that. Because Rod Wave, like, he, he carries a song like Ruben Stutter does. Uh, Ruben, he real like talk singy singy talk if you want to call it that um but rod wave like when i caught on to him it was already too late like everybody was already either a fan or you hated him and the reason why i like i fell in love with his music was the fucking rags uh what's it called rags to riches that fucking song like if that shit comes on to this day i play that shit to this fucking day i play it um and it only came out like last year it was on the uh pray to what is it pray for love album and the original was already fire, but the the one with Lil Baby, that shit is sensational. Like, chef kiss, that shit is beautiful. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, we, we have reached episode 314, the end of the Young Black and Bother podcast for the week. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, episode 315 will obviously be the one with Shannon and I. We have two episodes coming this week um so i'm kind of flooding y'all with content because we have so much shit just on deck to record we have shows with dre that are coming up q and i we still have the sports desk um he couldn't be here unfortunately because as usual he's at the fucking bar but i mean what what else is new water's wet um hopefully he gets his shit together and realizes yeah um there's that um shout out to chris i hope she's doing well i hope that her mom is doing well as well and you know iris she she's going through some stuff in mexico you know we'll talk about that when she comes back on the show but you know, who knows? Next week, you might get me again. You're going to have a full docket now that I know that I can do this for an hour by myself because, I mean, I'm kind of the shit in that way. Um, but until next week, we will see you. I just want your company I fall in the club for free I give my daps and them husband no ones for me Cause that type of shit Don't phase a player This type of shit Is what make a hater When you got it out of mud Yeah, ran it up Yeah, really don't get no fuck Yeah, don't get no fuck We turn nothing to something Yeah
really hustling, yeah Youngin' gettin' that money, yeah You gettin' that money, yeah Rags the riches, rags the riches 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 Rags the riches, the riches I still go back to the trenches We had to smash some niggas Those silver spoons, we had plastic utensils He just came home, he still packing his pistol Die in these grease or get saved by the system Or get you some millions, my lifestyle is vicious These hoes ain't gon' miss you, they fuck on your partner Act like they forgot you, that shit how you sick My girl, she the realest, I know how to pick em I know what I did, I need you to back with me I know she get ugly, but that's why you pretty And pushing her Bentley, my kind of stink I put up no millions, I never go broke I'm a god in my hood, I give everyone hope Can't remember the time when my answer was no I remember the times I had nowhere to go Down to my lowest, I turned to a poet I'm pouring my heart out, I bought my little boy house I brought all the bros out, I never try to show out I'm never gonna go out Never that every time that I turn around, I'm giving back Once they whack him, his daddy ain't no getting back I was giving my all, not asking for it back I had blue hearts at first, I had to turn them black Rags the riches, rags the riches 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 Racks the riches, the riches, yeah. Racks the riches, 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 racks the riches. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.